When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Irish Illustrated Insider Recruiting Extra, our latest recruiting podcast. Pete Sampson joined, as always, by Kevin Sinclair on the West Coast. Huge recruiting weekend for Notre Dame coming up with USC in town. It's interesting to sort of compare and contrast the guest list of guys coming in this weekend versus what they had coming in for Georgia in September, where he had four top uncommitted official visitors as well as a top unofficial visitor in cornerback Kalen Gervin. And I think when, Kevin, you look at this list coming in, I'm not sure if I feel a whole lot different about Notre Dame's chances with these guys, but I do think there are a couple prospects that maybe fit Notre Dame a little bit more. And I think in, in one of the big advantages for Notre Dame now is they just have a better read of their board today than they did in early September, and that should allow them to you know, recruit Chris Murray, that guard from California, or recruit uh, Avada Krim, the safety from Florida, a little bit differently than maybe they would have if those guys were coming in in September and the board was much more open. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think things are starting to get, um, you know, a lot more clear, especially around, you know, the cornerback situation and all, you know, everything that's going on there. And, um, you know, they're down, they sort of have two offensive linemen they're really gunning for right now, only possibly two spots, things of that nature. Things are getting a little bit more clear. And uh, I thought I would just sort of run through the, the guys who are visiting, I think, um, you know, the most important guys that are obviously the 2018 class, obviously wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, um, another two of his uh, matter day sort of counterparts, uh, 2018 inside linebacker Solomon uh, Tuliapubu. I, I do not know how to pronounce that guy's name. Never have, but that was my best shot. Uh, offensive guard Chris Murray. That's going to be a really important one for the Irish, of course. Uh, Tariq Bracey, uh, cornerback out of California. Tight end Tommy Tremble, uh, sort of their one and only tight end target. Uh, safety Paul Moala, uh, local prospect that will be on his third trip to Notre Dame. Uh, Avanta BJ Krim, uh, safety out of Florida, um, looking to earn an offer. He's really excited. Um, and then there's just a, a host of um, 2019 kids. Uh, by my count, um, I see four, uh, eight four-star prospects. Um, you know, some of the more important ones that will be there. Hunter Spears, uh, sort of a strong side defensive end, defensive tackle out of Texas. Um, you know, Juwan Briggs, a really, really stout defensive tackle who was an opening finalist. Um, four-star uh, defensive back, Moses Douglas. Um, and then Quinn Carroll, of course. I spoke with him last night. We'll have a feature article up on him soon. Um, he's really fired up. Uh, he'll be on campus with uh, two of his brothers and uh, I believe both his parents. Really excited. Uh, that family's uh, really big on ND. So definitely a big weekend for the Irish, um, you know, closing in with, you know, nine or so scholarships remaining. Some really important guys coming to campus. Yeah, because it, it's interesting. You look at Notre Dame's class right now and it, it feels like, yeah, kind of a little bit status quo, uh, where they haven't really added a whole lot to it lately. Uh, you go back to Kevin Austin, his commitment back in August, and beyond that, um, you know Matthew 
Matthew Barr committed on August a, more than a year ago. Uh, you sort of scroll through this list. It's been it's been a little bit quiet, maybe even a, more quiet than I would have expected because sure things slow down once you get into your training camp and prospects are in their own training camp. The season starts, things slow down a little bit more, but it Notre Dame is in a position where they sort of need to to kickstart some recruiting momentum here. They're sitting there at number nine nationally on twenty four seven. Uh, it's a very good class with 16 commitments, but um, you know, pushing it forward a little bit more, maybe this weekend gets them there. And why don't we segue into the fi- our five guys that are most interesting to us this week? It's not necessarily the guys who are visiting this weekend, but Kevin, there are definitely some guys that are coming into town this weekend that you think really are worth taking a, a closer look at because maybe they're not on commit watch, but they're in a position where Notre Dame can make a big move forward. Yeah, yeah. My first guy in that regard would be 2018 offensive guard Chris Murray from Matter Day. Um, definitely a prospect who would be a take at Notre Dame, a guy that they really want. Uh, I've watched a fair amount of his film. I mean, we're talking about a kid from a you know an elite program, and um, you know he's he gets that elite coaching. And I, the way I sort of look at it is when you get a kid from Matter Day, it's sort of like you're getting a kid who's already sort of been redshirted, so to speak. These guys. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to them about the way that they go about their business in school. They've got, you know, weights in the morning. They have film room sessions, like really comprehensive film room sessions. Um, you know, the coaching staffs that they have. So, um, you know, a matter day prospect. It's always, um, really interesting for the Irish. Um, Chris Murray, uh, basically it's sort of Utah, Stanford and Notre Dame. That's what's been floating around. And I spoke with his offensive line coach this week. Um, my thought was, you know, a kid from Matter Day uh, with a mother who has her doctorate in education, uh, an elite academic kid. Um, so you'd think Stanford would just, you know, maybe even be a shoe in there. Um, but that's not the case here. And Notre Dame really does have a, a really good shot at landing Chris Murray. Um, this is going to be a really important visit for him. Uh, hasn't been out to, to the area before. Um, obviously watching uh, Notre Dame take on USC, uh, his local program. So um, keep your eye on Chris Murray. Um, this is a kid Notre Dame has a legit shot for. Yeah, I'll just stay at Notre Dame and go with Amon Ross St. Brown, the five-star receiver. And somebody Notre Dame has been recruiting for a long time. I remember seeing him at Irish Invasion more than a year ago. Watched him at the opening in the summer. Uh, heard his finger was very impressive until he sort of had a tap out with injury. You all know that his brother is Equiminius St. Brown. I am curious about that dynamic at Notre Dame because I think initially the thought was maybe when we were doing our podcast in the summer, EQ was going to have a great year, maybe go pro a year early. That really hasn't happened. Um, So maybe there's an opportunity to play with your brother in South Bend. But at the same time, is the family looking at Notre Dame's passing game and thinking like, uh, you know, the Brandon Wimbush-Ian Book combination, is that – anywhere close to what he would have at USC uh, should he go there where his quarterback JT Daniels is committed. Obviously Sam Darnold is there. There's a chance maybe he even returns for another year. They've got a lot of quarterbacks and just more of a, I guess sort of a passing culture there it would be one way to put it. But uh, Notre Dame will get a shot with St. Brown. I think Kevin, I think we're in agreement here that it would be a surprise if he didn't end up at USC but um, if Notre Dame puts on a really good show and the passing game turns around a little bit, I, a Notre Dame upset maybe wouldn't blow me out of the water, but I would still have to consider an upset if Notre Dame landed him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm at the thought that 
you know, Iman, Iman Ross St. Brown is considering Notre Dame. It's, uh, that's definitely on the table. Um, so, so my next guy is uh, uh, 2019 strong side defensive end Joseph Anderson, uh, rated number 57 overall in the 247 uh, Sports Network, um, top 100 in the 247 Composite. Um, so Joseph Anderson, one of the better uh, strong side defensive ends in the country, of course, in his class. And uh, he visited Notre Dame um, for the Georgia game on September 9th. Um, a lot of the talk about that sort of uh, situation with him was uh, he was there with his father uh, and the two of them really hit it off with Jacob Lacey and his father. I spoke with Joseph, Joseph Anderson yesterday. He said that him and Jacob, I guess, have been getting to know each other really well. He went to Lacey's game uh, on Friday to watch uh, because I guess South Warren was in Tennessee to play. That relationship's developing, um, you know, a lot of sort of big words from Joseph last night about Notre Dame saying, you know, that Notre Dame felt like home, um, just really loves the coaching staff. And, 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 and same with his parents, they're completely bought in. Um, but also he's looking at a lot of other programs. He'll be visiting LSU this year and probably Ohio state as well. Um, but yeah, looking good, really good for Notre Dame. And now he's looking to um, take a return trip this weekend for the USC game. So um, working on just sort of transportation and getting up there and the logistics, logistics of it all. But don't be surprised if uh, you see him up there this weekend. Yeah. I'm really interested in that. Cause you know, we, we've talked on previous podcasts about, okay, where can Notre Dame go in and maybe take advantage of some coaching instability. And when the season started, it was Texas A&M because they had that collapse at UCLA. You know, LSU was all over the board. Now Tennessee clearly is going to be up in the air. Uh, mm-hmm. And Joseph Anderson being a Tennessee prospect, um, you would think that maybe Notre Dame would have a little bit of an in there because there's not, there's there clearly is going to be some kind of staff change there. This season, can Notre Dame benefit from that? I, I think that Joseph Anderson would be an interesting test case in that department. Um, for my next guy, I'm going to go with Tommy Tremble, a guy we've talked about on multiple podcasts, a tight end out of Georgia. Somebody that was going to come up for the Georgia game that had sort of a season-altering injury uh, early in his senior year that knocked him out, postponed the visit to this weekend. I think when that happened, my thought was, okay, is Notre Dame still going to have room for this guy uh, in October? Clearly, that's still the case, and they're still pursuing him pretty hard. So I'll be curious to see if Notre Dame maybe can get over the finish line there. Uh, you know, Georgia has been a little bit of a competition, although it sounds like more like UCLA is the biggest threat. Michigan offered recently. I still like Notre Dame's chances there, considering how much they're using the tight end and how and how specifically they're using Alize Mack because I think Tremble and Mack are very similar type prospects in terms of how athletic they are. Tremble's maybe a little bit bigger, Mack faster, maybe more explosive, but they're going to be able to sell. Here's exactly what we want to do with you as a tight end to yeah. Tommy Tremble because there's enough film now of Alize Mack to show it. And I think when the season started, that would have been a little bit more of a question. So. I'm um, I'm fascinated to see if maybe Notre Dame can get over the finish line with Trumbull. They've been on him for a long, long time, and it seems like the uh, the family and just sort of Notre Dame's coaching staff with Chip Long have done a very good job there. So I, I'm curious to see if Notre Dame can maybe close the deal. Maybe not this weekend, but this will be sort of a way to make their final pitch about hey, Notre Dame's the place to be if you're a, if you're a top tight end. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, my last guy is that Tariq Bracey, cornerback out of uh, California. Three-star prospect, uh, more of a sort of an athlete, a guy who um, you know racked up over 1,000 yards rushing and over 1,000 yards receiving last year. I believe he had around uh, 46 tackles, seven interceptions. So um, just a, a kid who's a tremendous athlete, um, extremely agile, great speed, burst, acceleration, uh, definitely um, thought of as a very underrated prospect um, by by many. And um, Notre Dame really likes this kid, uh, and he's a take. He's a, a prospect that they want uh, at their program to play cornerback. There's no doubt about it. And he'll be uh, in South Bend this weekend with his parents and his brother. Uh, he's really excited about it. Definitely doesn't know a whole lot about the Midwest, hasn't been there before. Um, so a kid who's you know, very much going into his Notre Dame visit without really much of an idea of what he's going to see or what it's going to be like. And he's really interested in that. Um, the interesting aspect of this is um, he's he went to a camp at USC in the summer. Um, really, you know, he, he really likes USC. He's basically said to me that he's um, you know, hoping to get an offer from them and hoping to go to USC without exactly saying that. It's But it's really clear. Um, that, you know, he's really interested in USC. Um, I think the odds are he probably won't get an offer from the Trojans. Uh, but nonetheless, he'll be in South Bend this weekend to watch them play the Trojans. And that's a, an interesting story in itself. So uh, Tariq Bracey, I'm getting more and more leaning towards crystal balling him to Notre Dame. Uh, great kid. Yeah, and that's a guy in Notre Dame I can tell people, talking to people around Notre Dame, that they are very high on Tariq Bracey, and they think that he is, I think Kevin, like you noted, pretty underrated in the recruiting rankings industrial complex. They they think he's an explosive prospect. And in some ways, they I know that they have him rated as high, if not higher, than than a bunch of quote unquote four star prospects um, you know, in the rankings system. So Tariq Bracey's somebody that Notre Dame maybe he's a three star to analyst, but on Notre Dame's board, he's more of a four-star prospect. So it's going to be a, a fascinating weekend for Notre Dame to see if they can can they close down a commitment. Somebody like Quinn Carroll, uh, you know, the the offensive lineman from Minnesota. Kevin, you've gotten to know him a little bit. Can they make uh, more headway with Jawan Briggs or Hunter Spears? Uh, they, they certainly have a, a chance to do a lot of damage in the 2019 class, in addition mm-hmm. to the 2018 class. But certainly, if they can get some of the there are five guys this week, Murray and Tremble in particular. I think that would that would really revamp and, and restart Notre Dame's recruiting machine here, headed towards the second half of the season. But uh, it all starts on Saturday night. You put on a good show against USC. There are very few recruiting pitches better than uh, a win over your arch rivals. So we will be back next week to recap all this recruiting news, see how these visits went, see if Notre Dame maybe made some moves, maybe even picked up a surprise commitment. So until our next podcast on Wednesday, you've been listening to another edition of Irish Illustrated Insiders Recruiting Extra Podcast. I'm Pete Sampson, joined as always by Kevin Sinclair.